show. And guess what? We're doing another event. So if you missed the last one, you better get to this one. June 5th, 7 p.m., Sir John's North White Plains, where the old school people know how to party. 50 bucks for dinner, DJ, giveaways, raffles, great fun, great music. Bring your dancing shoes and let's do this, baby. Get your tickets now. Hey. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Happy Real Talk. Um, so I, my guest is having technical issues. It's always somebody that got to have technical issues. So um, bear with me. You're stuck with me until he comes back. Um, he's working on it. And um, I don't know. We had the same issue the last time he was on. His audio didn't work. Um so I told him to go out and come back in again. So um, when I do bring him on, um, we have to see if we have um, testing. Testing, is this mic working? Going on here. So um, thank you for tuning in to Real Talk with Karen Stacy. We are live on MiamiMicRadio.com. We are live on the Real Talk Coffee Talk group. For any of you that have not joined the group, please do so. You can also invite your friends. You hit that invite button. Um, we're also live on the Karen Stacy page. Make sure you do your thumbs up on that one and um, turn your notifications on. And then, of course, we are live on YouTube and on Twitch on Real Talk Karen Stacy. Um, let me see here. It's asking. Hold on. I can't get it get in. It's asking about a create broadcast. Um Give me a second. Um, not sure what's going on here. <laughs> this is going to be tricky. Um, I don't know. Let's see. This is the beauty of a live show. Um, I can't fake that this ain't happening. So, good evening, you guys. Happy Tuesday. Uh, this is two for Tuesday. So, you guys, um, we, we did coffee talk this morning. Um, and we were talking, somebody wanted to know if they, um, we were talking about, do you make New Year's resolutions, right? That was one of the things we were talking about. Then we were talking about the fact that, you know, so many people, um, kind of got out of shape and all of that fun stuff um over covid so we were talking about that so we're here now um carmella thank you so much carmella is here for anybody that does not know carmella is uh my moderator and she is tagging all of you in for those of you that follow the shows if you know it makes it a hell of a lot easier if you just go on those pages that i said and if you have your notifications on, you don't even need to get tagged because you get an alert. But if you do want Carmela to tag you, uh, you need to let her know um, because 
It's not easy remembering like 1,700 names to bring everybody in. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we are fortunate because we have like the, the, as we call it, the KS family, KS family, KS crew. So, um, you know, we, um, we, we, we are very grateful. Uh, Russell, good evening. I see you there. Hi, Cheryl. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, hi, Charles. You're in sunny Florida. Well, you know what? I don't, I don't feel as bad because I'm in sunny New York. Um, the weather has been unbelievable. Um, I love when I don't have to put a lot of clothes on. It feels really good. Um, so, uh, but it's hot today. And then I was doing a lot of cleaning and stuff. I got bleach all over me. My shirt is soaking wet because you know when you're cleaning stuff over the sink and it, somehow or another the water gets all over you. So, uh, yeah, I'm like soaking wet. But it actually feels kind of good because I'm hot. Uh, and plus... That bleach smell like, you know, um, I'll be dying tomorrow with my allergies, <clears throat> but you got to do what you got to do. Um, and honestly, I haven't stopped until like now. Um, and now Nick is having um, technical difficulties, which I don't know how to help him through. So this is, you know, bad. Let's see what, let's see what happens because uh, he just messaged me. He couldn't get on and um, he's um, he's not able to get on. So this is bad. Um, we are waiting on you. Okay. Well, let's hope that he gets it. So in the meantime, hi, Tina Marie. How are you? Um, who else did I see here? Um... Rosie, hi. Hi, Michael Stamos. How are you? Oh, Lisa G in the place to be. What's going on, Skycap, my sweetheart? How are you? Um, Well, well, well. What the hell's going on here? Good question, uh, Ray Ray. Good question. Um, let me see. Charles, I know it's been nice in New York the past few days. It really has... I mean, you have no idea how much we needed this. We needed this. And I have to tell you, it feels like normal. Like the traffic is kookalookas. Um, I've been outside. So there hasn't been, you know, crazy mask wearing. And it kind of like, it just feels like life, right? Um, yes, girl. Um, I love going out with my Daisy Dukes. There you go. Um, yeah, beautiful in Philly too, right, Tina? I'm sure. It's just been, this weather is crazy. But, you know, again, we went from, you know, freezing to, it does my air conditioner work, you know, which I don't like that either, but it is what it is. Uh, somebody's saying hello. I can't see your name, but hello. Um, Nick can't get on get on what a horse a mechanic <laughs> yeah well he's trying to get on the show my love um so um should i do like stand-up comedy while we're waiting for nick to come on um so like uh two guys walk into a bar no <laughs> i got nothing um hey gina how are you well you know what while we're waiting for nick to come on let's talk about 
you guys are probably tired of hearing it, but I don't really care. Hi, Brenda. Um, you're not going to, um, you're going to keep saying it until I'm sold out and then you won't have to listen to me anymore. But for those of you that are tuning in and those of you that live in New York or want an excuse to come to New York, um, June 5th, we are doing, um, okay, hold on a second. Okay, this doesn't get better than this. Um, June 5th, we are doing um, a dinner and dancing event. It is going to be at Sir John's in White Plains, New York. Um, and uh, it is 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. We have dinner. We have uh, and my awesome DJ, you got me, your hostess with the mostest. Um, we got raffles. We have giveaways. And we may have surprises. You never know. Well, with me, it's always a surprise because you never know what the hell I'm going to do, right? So tickets are 50 bucks. You need to get your tickets ASAP. Um, you can get them on Venmo at Karen Stacy, Or you can get them on the cash app, um, the dollar sign, Real Talk Karen Stacy. So don't forget about that. So um, I really am going to have to start like tap dancing or something because um, I think that Nick is having difficulties. Um, uh, on, okay. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure because he's pissed off right now. Um, my father always told me better to be pissed off than pissed on, but, uh, nonetheless, um, <laughs> I'm going to be, uh, I mean, listen, I, I can work off the fly no matter what, but it is what it is. Rosie went to my old neighborhood in the Bronx today and the traffic was horrendous. Yep. We are back to life. The traffic has been horrendous though. And the traffic is always horrendous from Westchester to the Bronx. I mean, it's so funny when I first moved out, uh, when I lived in the Bronx, I used to work in Westchester and it used to take um, forever for me to get from the Bronx to Westchester and it was 10 minutes and I was late for work all the time and he never wanted to hear it, right? Um, and I never understood it. And then one of my girlfriends that lived in Lower Westchester, she lived in Yonkers, I was like, calm down, you know, by me. She's like, forget about it. I go, Why? And then it was funny because then when I moved to Westchester, I was like, now I know. Like, if I got to go down to the Bronx to go get my father or something, you have no idea. I could be in the car for like over an hour for a trip that's, you know, like 20 minutes. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So, um, yeah. And, and traffic is crazy. Um, they're still doing construction. They got those planks on the roads now. Like, Why? You got to drive on the opposite end of the, the street in order to, um, look, my nose is all itchy from the bleach. You got to um, ride on the opposite side of the street because all these, you know, things, these grids are there. I mean, it's insane. Um, but yeah, we are definitely kind of sort of back to normal. Let's, Im let's impromptu go live with Carmela or she has a reason the ticket info isn't on the screen yeah, you know, Skycap, you're right. I do need an assistant on that one. 
if you piss on me it's gonna piss me off i'm confused okay right this is why i don't read what you write on uh, on the air who's here tonight check in with me i'm i'm really like at a um at a disadvantage here i'm gonna be really honest with you because um my guest is not on so uh, I signed on beforehand and he was there and there was no audio. Let's go over the music playlist for the event and how much fun it's going to be. Hey, let's call Danny Terrio and do a dance fever reunion and go live. Oh my goodness. That would be disco though. And I'm not a disco girl. Hi, Giselle. I'm not a disco girl, Michael. Um, you know, I like, well, I mean, I'll listen to disco, but... First of all, I don't know how anybody disco dances because even though um, I like enjoy, you know, like the disco dancing type of thing, you know what? I'm out, I'm drinking and if I'm drinking and you're spitting me, it doesn't work well. So disco, you're out and in, out and in, spin, spin, spin. I'm like, okay, I'm good now. Um, you know, so yeah, that doesn't, um, that doesn't work, but, uh, well, you know what? We played, you know, a little bit of everything, right? We did freestyle. Uh, we did some of my, I like techno too. Um, you know, we did a little bit of everything. Uh, Brenda said, I'm a rock girl. Me too. Um, I did a little old school stuff when we first started like background music and all of that. I did not play any rock though, which you know, I wouldn't mind playing, but it's not always well received in that, you know, uh, environment. Um, let me see who else is on here. So just for an FYI for you guys, um, I'm supposed to have, um, um, Nick, um, Christopher's on and I can't get back to where I was. It won't let me. Okay. Um, so I don't know what to do here because um, I feel really bad for him. I don't know if I can, let me see if I can invite him again while I'm on here. I don't know if like it loses the screen. Um, I don't know if you guys can, if, if you hear me, you see me. Um, I don't know. Um, come on, baby. Come on. Okay, let's see if I can do this. Um, okay. All right, did you guys lose me or what? I just sent him the invite again because he couldn't do it. I hope I didn't lose you guys. I'm sorry if I did. I'm doing my best here. This is what happens when you do a live show and um, things happen. Uh, hi, Ed. Good evening. How are you? Listen, share out the video. I mean, I know <laughs> I don't have my guest or anything, um, but uh, even still, the numbers are like, you know, they're better when I wake up in the morning. Um, boom. There's my peeps. Ideas like that are why I like Tuesday nights. Ah, Skycap. Um, let me see. I only like one disco song. Let's groove by the whoever's. Let's groove tonight. That one, Sky? I don't know the rest of it. Ah, oh, I see it. He's coming. He's coming. All right, here we go. Let's see if I can do this. Let's see if it works. Um, and I apologize to everybody that um, I just drove absolutely crazy. 
<laughs> I feel like I was doing like the time step, um, you know, beforehand. Um, hey, Eunice, how are you? Gina, don't go breaking the internet again. Yeah, I know, right? All right, let's see if I can get Nick on. All right, you ready? <laughs> Poor guy. Nick, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there it is, and it's perfect. See how... I was, I was going to smash the computer in a minute. See how easy that was? I know, but I was about to kill somebody. I got really aggravated. Yeah, well, um, I was kind of um, a, a fish out of water for the past uh, 18 minutes trying to... Uh, keep everybody entertained um, and try to text you at the same time. So that was fun. Um, I apologize. No, I don't know what's going on. It just... It happens. I'm sorry about that. It happens. It's not, uh, you know, it's... No, it shouldn't happen. That's the point. Well, you know, if I had, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, um, you know, that's, <laughs> uh, you know, neither here nor there, right? Um, so anyway, you made it now. Um, I warmed everybody up for you. Believe me, they couldn't wait for you to come on. They're like, oh, Jesus Christ, is this girl going to freaking, like, you know, stop talking? Uh, how, how are you, Nick? I'm, I'm doing better now that I see you. I'm doing good. You know, um, it, you know, I get it. It's very frustrating um, when the internet and everything else doesn't work. It's, it's very frustrating. So I, I feel your pain. But you yeah. did it. You did it. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. Well, that's why you're a writer. You stick to pen and paper, right? Yeah, something simple. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know. That's that's uh, That always works. All right, so for anybody that is just tuning in, uh, this is Nick Christophers, and he is um, a journalist and an author. Uh, he's been on the show before, and he came back on because he has some exciting news um, Nick, did you share this video so that your people are able to watch it? Uh, yeah, well, I, I will. I mean, you mean right this minute, you mean? Well, if they want to watch the show, if you share it after the show, then they're not going to be able to comment and be a part of it. So do you have your phone next to you where you can, um, do that? And then this way your people, cause we want to get as many people on the show as possible so that they can hear what you have to say. Well, granted, I, uh. Okay, I don't want to screw anything up. That's why I'm afraid to touch anything. But are you on your phone right now or you're on your computer? On the phone. Oh, you're on the phone. Okay, I gotcha. So that's why you're afraid if you touch it, um, something yeah. may happen. Okay, I get you. Okay, well then um, we apologize in advance then um, to your listeners because they're probably looking to watch it on your page. Um, and I can't, uh, the only thing I can do is try to tag you in it or even somebody can tag you in it. Um, but I don't know, but okay. It is what it is. Um, anyway, uh, so talk to us, Nick, tell us what exciting news you have going on right now, but just in case anybody else, anybody didn't see our previous show, just give them a little recap so that, you know, they they know where you're coming from and who you are. Okay. Um, like I said in the last show, I published uh, four books. Um, the one that uh, Karen is speaking of. Thank you, Carmela. Uh, Destinies, um, which we are in the process of uh, putting it to film. Uh, we have, you know, from, from script to screen. 
pretty much. Uh, we have a lot of actors that are involved in it that uh, you guys probably already know. I mean, people that actors you're familiar with, I mean. Okay. Um, so, uh, to give you a little background, as you mentioned, um, I've been writing for, you for all my, for years. Uh, most of my, all my published books are on a similar subject, which is the mob, you know, the mafia, and uh, different aspects of it, you know, not just the Italians, I speak about the Greeks, the Albanians, the Irish, all down the line, Jewish, whatever. So I don't just, uh, it's on one particular group. You're not prejudiced. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, so that's pretty much what I've been doing. Uh, I also, maybe I didn't mention this last time, I don't remember, but uh, I also run my own company called Nick Christopher's Inc. And we, and I interview people in the um, entertainment industry. Actors, um, singers, like I do, I submit to like eight different publications, uh, different uh, articles. I've been doing that for 20 some odd years, outside of writing books. Okay. Uh, so I don't think I ever mentioned that before. I, I don't, don't think, think you I did. did. No, yeah. So, I mean, I've interviewed people like, uh, for example, I did a story about Oprah Winfrey. Uh, I did a lot of articles on the cast of Sopranos. Um, it's just so many different people. Chris Angel, who's the um, who's a magician, has that show um, um, Mind Freak. Yep. Uh, I know him well. I grew up with him. Uh, so I did a story about his brother who works with him. Another, you know, kind of a big name. So I, I've been doing that for a very long time. But I love writing books more than anything. And uh, speaking of what we discussed earlier, the, the, the movie right now is... I mean, it's, not, it's in pre-production, so we're just getting the buzz creating. Uh, we got a producer that I'm working with, Charlene Hum, from Backlot Studios in Florida. Uh, she's taking care of the production, getting things together uh, to make it happen. Uh, right now, we got about, I don't know, 10 or 15 actors already on board. Uh, we got the, I can pretty much give you the names. Uh, Luvenario, he was in the Bronx Tale. He played Crazy Mario. He's involved. Um, uh, Al Sapienza, who was in Sopranos. He was in uh, House of Cards. A lot of other projects. Uh, the, 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 the last Capone movie, he was in that too. Um, Al Linea, who was in Boardwalk Empire. Uh, Artie, Artie Pasquale, who I think you already know. I think you had him on your show, I think, Artie. Uh, he's in Sopranos too and a bunch of other projects. Okay. It'd be a great guy to interview, by the way. Hook uh, it up. So we, um, right now we're looking to hopefully get uh, two other bigger actors. Uh, William Forsythe, who was in Gotti and some other projects. And Armand Asante, who's actually a friend of mine. We're hoping to get him in there involved as well. So it's, it's moving along. It's a process. It takes a very long time to do. Absolutely. I mean, and then what about like... So now how does your, you know, your book now become a script? Who, who does that? Do you turn it into a script or how does that happen? Well, it's already been, it's already adapted to a screenplay already. That's why we're up to this point already. Okay. And Um, how does that happen? How do you adapt it into a screenplay? How do you do that? Well, it's not, I didn't do it myself. I'm not a screenwriter. Right. So I had a friend of mine, Peter Papa Giorgio from Vegas, who's done screenwriting before, and he did the screenplay for me. Okay. We worked together on it, so but it was a kind of a new experience for me because I write books and screenplays 
a total, totally different animal. Right. Right, because you gotta you gotta take like fifteen paragraphs and turn them into two lines. <laughs> exactly, you're hundred percent right. It's a very complicated thing because it, you know, there's no description involved. You're just saying, okay, exterior, yep. this is happening here, and yep. then, then the dialogue, and that's it. Yep. Yeah, so it's a totally different animal. I mean, yeah, because as a writer, you you're developing you know, the everything and on a, on the screen, since you're physically there, it's, you know, like ready made, so to speak. So yeah, you're not creating that same picture in somebody's head. Yeah, pretty much. It, it's a, it's, I, I went through it with Peter and it was a very interesting experience for me because like you said, it's a totally different animal. Um, so it, it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot of how this thing is put together. Cool. And um, the screenplay was kind of long. It was like 160 pages. Okay. When in reality, most screenplays, when they go to like made a film, they're supposed to be only about 120 pages. Okay. Because yeah. technically, every page equals a minute of a scene of you know of the page. Okay. That's how they technically are supposed to go. Okay. Um, so. So your movie but, is set to be like seven hours. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like 180 pages is long. You're talking about like, what, it's all over two hours. And uh, you know, for a first film, it's hard to do that. Yeah. So, regardless, it's, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to take, it was actually originally 180 pages. I broke it down to 160, which wasn't easy because you don't want to lose the story. So when you keep taking out stuff, you're losing parts, like people that have read the book, I'm not going to see some things that are in the project, out in film, because we couldn't fit everything in there. Yeah. It's just not, it's just not possible. Uh, unless you're Mark Scorsese, you got ten, you know, $20 million, yeah, we can do it, you know. Well, I, I would imagine also, you know, that, that it's also like the actors that can portray the words that aren't being said. You know what I mean? Like, in this sense of you can create more of a picture as opposed to in a book where you have to create the picture in someone's mind. So you have to be so much more detailed. But on in a movie screen, you're watching the character, you know, you're believing in the character. So sometimes you get the messages that aren't physically being, you know, verbalized. Exactly. I mean, doing it on the screen is a little bit easier because you already have the... the you know, the scene, everything's there. You don't have to describe nothing. Right. It's right there. So, in, in a book, like you said, it's a little bit difficult because you're right. The people have to, a book is very successful only if the person who's reading it can visualize it. Right. In their head. Right. If, like they always said, in the first chapter or the first couple of pages, if you can't grab the reader, forget about it. Bye-bye. Yeah. It's the same thing with a screenplay, actually. Yeah. If the director reads it, like right now, we're looking, we're going to be looking for directors soon. But until we get our budget completely down, that's what the producer uh, is doing right now. She's working on the product, on the uh, budget. And the only way, the way they normally do that is they do it scene by scene, where they got to figure out, okay, how much money is this going to cost? Huh? What is this, uh, what kind of car do we need? What kind of area? How's how much is this going to cost? So they got to put all these little things into uh, into order, so we know when we go to the investor, investors, 
okay, look, we're going to need this, X, Y, and Z. So we really have to have all our ducks in a row so they know exactly what they're getting into. A lot of moving parts. Oh, forget it. I mean, I, I don't, I, this is very new to me because I never did a film project. So this is, I'm learning a lot as I go along. And it's, it is a very complicated, uh, time-consuming, you want to get it out like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. But it's, that doesn't work like that. Yeah. So I'm just really happy that we have a lot of good actors that have got a lot of background. You know, guys from Sopranos, guys from Boardwalk Empire, from Broxdale. So we have some pretty good people on board I'm very happy with. Right. The, the only issue, uh, funny, funny as it may seem, Karen, Women are the hardest part. The actors, the actresses that I do need now more than anything is women. I have all men. It's nuts. I'm trying to get women. I got a couple. Well, in the in the mob, that's you know good, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the main the main character of the project is a woman. Well, you know, I may be available. <laughs> I think so. I mean, you got the you got the look, you got the voice, you got it. You never know. Hey, you never know. Um, what? Hang on one second, Nick. I'm I'm looking at the comments. Sky Captain is um he he's looking up some some stuff, and so he his he said ask him how he got into this whole thing. And yes, I want exact dates, Nick. So I don't know if he means how did you get into this the the movie aspect or how you got into writing. I'm not sure. Do you? Well, maybe he means film because because uh, he's probably thinking he's an author. How did he get into the film thing? Okay. Uh, well, that kind of happened uh, I, uh, accidentally. My friend Lisa Panagos. Yeah, the film. Actress, actress um, singer in California. She linked me up with Charlene Hum, the producer, the current producer. Okay. Um, Lisa read my script. She liked it. She's actually in the project. Okay. And um, so one woman, as one of the women, <laughs> and. Uh, she hooked me up with Charlene, and me and Charlene started talking. She looked at my script, and she said she wanted to, she wanted to produce it. I said, okay. And that's how, how it kind of came about. Um, and we're doing things, trying to do things the right way. And so, I'm God willing, if, if everything goes well, maybe if the investors jump on board, which I think they will, because it's a good script, it's a good story, I think hopefully, maybe next year, we'll stop filming. Possibly. Hopefully sooner. I don't know. You know, a lot of people do not realize, um, you know, the backstage aspect of everything. Um, and it, they're all, like we were saying, there's a lot of moving parts. And, you know, it, there's so many things that go into making it. I mean, look at these films, like why it's, it's years that they're in filming and, and such. Because, you know, there's so many things that go into it. Look, I mean, they're going... Uh, each um, uh, chapter, if you will, right? So that they can figure out each scene so that they know what they need for each scene. That's, you know, just that alone. Like, and I know, like, so like that's, I don't know, I guess everybody has a job that they enjoy, right? That would make me want to shoot myself because it's like, you know, going into those things, you know what I mean? So it's like you, you have to respect people that, do these things like even like for you how they turned it into a screenplay from your book like I can imagine I mean I'm not like you're not you don't seem like that type of person but it's your baby it's your work and it's like what do you mean no you 
but that because they have to take all these parts out right so you're probably like but no and you have to like kind of shush up because they're grabbing you know from wherever they're grabbing right and they're they're the ones that are gonna kind of recognize the things that are gonna pull people in right so well, it's funny it's funny you say that because this is exactly what kind of happened because what happened what it, the, the book initially the main character was a woman like i said and the supporting character was her the man that she falls in love with the mobster and then there was the son who comes later on ironically people the person who read the script charlene and lisa and there was another individual that came into the picture who said to me you gotta change the, the direction of the project i'm like what so i said okay what am i supposed to do so i was open to, i was open to suggestions so they told me that it would be best to revert to the sun and take use the sun as a more important role in the project rather than the woman, rather than the mother. I think I remember you mentioning this last show. So we had to, so the screenplay did get changed. It got changed where it was from that angle. More, I mean, everything's still there, but it's really from his point of view. Uh huh. Because what you just said earlier, how you want something where it's going to grab the audience, right? So we wanted this other individual mentioned to me that it's better to give it more of a human touch, human, something that people can relate Relate to. Right. And I said, okay, I I like the idea. So I went along with it. So like you said, 20 pages got ripped out of it to begin with in the beginning. Now... More is going to be taken out, I'm sure, because once the screen, what happens normally with this situation is when the screenplay gets to the director, I got to be prepared for more things going to come out because he's going to look at it and say, wait a minute, he or she will say, well, you know what? We got to take this out. Uh, we got to move this over here. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to happen. And like you said, it is my baby, but I got to learn to just that this is going to eventually going to happen. Yeah. Well, I give you credit because it, you know, it's, it's not easy, um, you know, to kind of just relinquish and go, okay, you know, uh, you know, best. Uh, I'm not going to have too much. I mean, I'll have a little bit of a choice because I'll be, I'll be also executive producer, but the director is, you know, he's the one who's going to put this thing really together. So I have to try to be a little bit, you know, uh, I say um, flexible. Yep. To because I want to see, I do want to see this come to life. Right, really. but and and again, the you know, the thing is, is that you don't have this kind of experience. You only have the you know, you're an author. You're not a screenwriter. So for them, yeah. like you kind of. Which is, I mean, I give you credit because you're like, not blindly, but you you have to like almost blindly follow because what you're bringing to the table is not the same thing that they're bringing to the table. So you have to like, kind of like close your eyes and just let go 
and say and trust them right so like that's something that we don't do right we don't trust people so it's hard you know to do that because you're basically out of your element you know what your um you know what the the whole uh storyline and everything is but they're um you know magnifying it and they're turning it into you know something very different right so i mean i'm sure it's exciting you ride the wave on it but it's definitely got to be um you know unnerving and um you know overwhelming a little bit yeah it is but i'm I'm, like i said i'm very i'm trying to like you said close my eyes and just trust the fact that they know what they're doing and it's gonna regardless of what parts get taken out that it's still the um essence of it will still be there so people can enjoy it right and i think it'll be a good project you know whether parts are taken out or not if like you said if the essence of the story is still there um i think people will enjoy it it's gonna be it's like it's a different kind of a mob story it's not the typical thing right it's very different it's not like hey how you doing it's none of those things uh it's a totally different uh approach so it's more of a the the story is more of a family thing, like how does the son deal with who his father is, what happened to his mother. It's more of that kind of angle rather than you know the killing you in the street thing. Right. It's yeah. I guess yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that makes you know it makes sense. And again, you know the. It's like, you know, when, when I used to perform, right? And if you screwed up, like, let's say you were doing a solo and you forgot a step and you did something else and then you picked back up again at the music or whatever. Nobody knows that you missed that except maybe the choreographer. So it's kind of like with the book, Nobody's going to know anything was missing unless they read the book. And then they're going to be looking for those things, but it's still following it. But anybody that ever sees the movie after they've read the book never, ever says it was just like the book. They always say, oh my God, there was so much that wasn't in there, right? So... I think it's just, it's par for the course. So as long as the movie is entertaining and like, you know, you're saying the storyline is going to capture you, you know, if somebody really enjoyed it and they want more details, obviously they can read the book because it's going to be a little bit of a different, um, you know, play out, so to speak. But um, most of the times when you're watching the movie, you know, it's never the book. Well, that, 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 sometimes it's true. I mean, there's one good example would be The Godfather. When Mario Puzo wrote The Godfather and the movie came out, it was pretty much on point of way the way the book was done. Okay. It was that was like a rarity that you get a book. And it was also like a 17-hour movie that that movie, right? Isn't that a long movie, The Godfather? All of them are long, no? Oh yeah, well yeah. If I remember, I don't. Um, I remember them being long. Huh? Yeah, they're like over two hours, something like that. You know, but he was Puzo. Was Puzo was very worked very well with Francis Coppola when he did the first Godfather. So they, I think Coppola was uh, was willing to follow the book exactly the way it is, hmm. beginning to end. 
So when you read the when people that read the funny thing is the book sold very well, The Godfather before it became a project. Okay. A film. But when it, after the film was made, he did better after it was made because then people got curious. Like you said, people who didn't read the book wanted to read the book now to find out. So that is what my I was the reason why I really did the film wanted to do this because I got advice from another author, and he said to me, he says Nick. The best way to sell a book, I mean to really sell a book, is put it, make it into a film. Hmm. That's when you will do better than before. Hmm. So I'm, I'm taking his advice. So I'm like, okay, let's see what happens. All right, well, and if his advice sucks, we'll all beat him up in another couple of years. <laughs> I want to say thank you for everybody uh, for tuning in tonight to Real Talk with Karen Stacy. We are live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. We are live on the Karen Stacy page on Facebook. Hit that thumbs up button. We are live on the Real Talk Coffee Talk group. Make sure you join the group. Make sure you invite your friends. We are live on YouTube and on Twitch on Real Talk Karen Stacy. And with me today is the author, is author and journalist Nick Christophers, and he is here talking to us about um, one of his books that is becoming a film. So I just want to read. Um, so Skycap said, "Last thing I'll say before I relentlessly hound you on Twitter for an autograph, sir." Karen Stacy is such a classy and impressive actress. I would highly recommend no bias. Oh my God, you're so silly. I thought he was trying to say he wanted an actual autograph and, and that he ha- couldn't get a hold of you. You're so funny, Sky. Um, let me see. He said, Karen Stacy for Destiny's lead actress. <laughs> Um, Maria is here Um, she says hello Um, Eunice is here Um, let me see Um, I just want to see if anybody else Um, All right, let me see serious question has Nick ever watched the film Misery no negative um Okay, let me see. Hi, that's Emily. A, what What was that? That's a horror film, isn't it? Misery? Oh, no. Didn't read, couldn't read. What's that? What's the difference? Um, <laughs> this is <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, all right. I'm just trying to see what, if there are any. I don't want to miss any, you know, sometimes I miss some comments. Um, so. So, um, Lala said, hi, Lala, Mr. Christophers has written with Johnny Altieri's, Altieri's, um, he's gone to him, uh, whose project for funding Johnny won't pass a good opportunity. Not sure what that says with Johnny, Johnny Johnny Elite. Oh yeah. Okay. A light. Okay. Um, he's, oh, so he's asking, she's asking if you went to him, uh, for funding because she said that John won't pass up a good opportunity. That's what she was saying. Okay. Sorry. I can't. Johnny's funding himself. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. Johnny's a good friend. Yes, I know he is. Okay. Let me see. Um. 
just trying to see if I missed anybody. Okay, I think we got everything. Okay. Um, yes, uh, for anybody, um, Nick, do me a favor. Tell sure. everybody. Well, first of all, hold on a second. Mm. Here's the thing. Guess who's coming to the event on June 5th? Me. <laughs> Nick is going to be there. So you want a book. You want it autographed. Get your ass to North White Plains on June 5th so you can meet Mr. Nick. Nick is like me. Me and Nick are meant to be because we got Karen Stacy and we got Nick Christopher. So we got two people with two of the same names. So, you know, and the funny thing was, was that I called him Christopher the first time or Chris, the first time we had talked and I didn't realize, you know, cause I just did it quickly. And I said to him, Oh my God, I did to you what everybody does to me. Everybody calls me Stacy. And so he said, that's all right, Stacy. don't worry about it. So, uh, you know, we, we, that was like, I think the first conversation we had was me yeah. screwing up your name. <laughs> but yeah, so for anybody that, um, I'm going to see Karen, I guess I'll say hi to Nick too. Uh, yeah, so when, uh, and, and if you, you know, if you guys, well, I think anybody that got the book, um, from our crew, if they didn't get it from like Amazon or whatever, you did send them autographed copies personally, right? So for anybody that, you know, didn't do that and ordered on Amazon or hasn't gotten the books yet, uh, come on June 5th and you can get, um, an autographed copy. You can even take a picture or a video of him autographing it for you so that when his book blow when is when the movie comes out and then his book blows up now you're gonna be like i would you know you know that karen stacy like who's you know the lead in the sh in this movie no i'm only kidding um <laughs> you know you know that karen stacy that's where i got um the uh that's where I, I i got my my autograph copy so uh you know he'll you'll remember the little people in your life um when you get big <laughs> oh my goodness this is funny somebody is watching ed said it watching from the rooftop of sign of the whales in stanford cheers good for you tell everybody in stanford put it up really loud ed let me give a shout out <laughs> Hi, everybody in Stanford. You're listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy. <laughs> Tell everybody to come. Go go work up a table, Ed. Tell everybody to come on uh, June 5th. <laughs> oh, and Emily said she ordered too. She said, got your book, got my book. Thank you. Yeah, I know uh, quite a few of the listeners had ordered from you. So I don't know. I guess you signed them all. So um, yeah. they don't. And Emily, Emily, I'm not sure about it. I don't think so. Emily Brooke. I'm not sure. Emily, did um, did did Nick, did you order directly from Nick or did you order from Amazon? Uh, I think that she is coming um, on uh, the 5th as well. So if, if she's oh. coming... If you're coming, when you if you come, Emily, bring the book with you. If in case, because uh, he doesn't recall signing that for you, so we need to get you that book signed because he's going to be too famous for us in another, you know, year or two. He's not going to know yeah, the little people. <laughs> I'm teasing. Um, let me see. I'm just seeing if she's answering me. Um, oh, Emily Carlucci. 
So, oh, I don't know if you, but she's not, um, Emily, did you get it directly from him or did you order on Amazon, babe? Um, oh, okay. That's her, her, her middle name. Okay. Gotcha. See, we got all these people, all of us that have two names. So I'm getting very confused. Uh, somebody else is saying hi. Hi. Uh, so Nick, why don't you tell everybody, um, the, all of the names of all of your books so that just in case they're interested. Okay, sure. I mean, Destinies was the first one, the one you just mentioned that's becoming a film. Uh, the second one was Prison Rules, which I did with Johnny A. Light, that that young lady mentioned a minute ago. Uh, the third one was, um, Mafia Ties, the Greek Syndicates, which is about the Greek mob. And the fourth book is part two of Destinies which is no honor among thieves. So those are the four. There you go. So again, if you guys are coming on June 5th, uh, are you going to bring some books with you, Nick? I'm going to do my best. Okay. Um, and if, you know, if he doesn't have the books that you want, you can always order them. Um, but, um, you know, he can give you an autograph regardless. It might not be in the book, but it can, you can shove it in there, <laughs> shove the page in there and that'll be it. <laughs> no, he still needs to sign it. Okay. So you didn't sign Emily's. You have, um, you have a good memory, um, Nick. So, so you're going to bring it then on Saturday so he can autograph it for you, babes. Um, yeah, the, sure. So, Michael, you're going to meet Michael. Well, I call him Michael Stamos, but his name is Michael Stamos. And uh, he's he said those crazy Greeks. So um, you're going to get to meet him. Uh, he's coming on Saturday, uh, June 5th as well. So we'll have two crazy Greek men in the house. So that should be interesting. Yeah, what a bust. Well, that's what you think. No, um, <laughs> Michael was making some Greek dessert yesterday. Uh, he, we were filming it. Oh, really? Well, I wasn't filming it. He, they were filming it. And it was, it looked like the equivalent of Zeppelis. It was, um, I forgot what he called it. Um, and it was like a fried doughy thing. And then I think he put like honey stuff over it. Michael, what was it called again? Uh, it, uh, uh. It, no, it wasn't. No, oh, Luke, Luca Mathis. Luke, Luca. Luca Mathis. Luca Mathis, yeah. I mean. Oh, I love those. Those are great. They looked really, really good. They are. But. Oh, oh my God. That, and what was the thing that you thought it was beforehand that you just said? Oh, baklava. Yes, and I love that too. But what's the one. That has like the phyllo dough and it has the honey and the nuts and everything. What's that called? Oh, that's got the ify. Is that it? That's a different one. I know. I want them all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll bring you one of each. I love those. And then there's a, there's a couple of really delicious Greek desserts, I have to say. Um, anything that's like wet like that with the honey and the nuts and everything. Oh my God. And then cream. There's one that has honey, nuts, and cream. What's that? Which one? I'm sorry. Oh, Michael just said bird's nest. There's one that has like honey, nuts, and there's like a cream. Monkey bread? No. Um, I can't remember. I, this was like a hundred years ago. Friends of mine used to get it in like Astoria or whatever in Queens. 
can't remember it, but I used to like die for this stuff. What do you guys have that has like a creamy, um, ga gala? Is that what it is? What? Tell me what's yeah. in that. Exactly what you just said. Oh. It's got cream, some nuts, and a little filo dough. And it's like, it looks like a little, um, uh, how can I explain? It looks like a lasagna, but it's it's sweet. It looks like that. It's like and a it, thing. it has the honey, so it's wet. Okay, I want that. I want that one too. I want them all. Those are all so delicious. We're talking about Greek desserts, Lala. Um, Nick is Greek and uh, Michael Samos is Greek. Um, so uh, that was um, that phyllo custard nuts and honey. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Skycap, I'm telling you, I haven't had that in, I can't even tell you how many decades and I can taste that in my mouth right now. It is so good. I'm telling okay. you, I don't remember where, why, who I even went with now that I'm thinking about it, but it was also, I'm bringing a goat, Michael said. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Boy, I'll gain like a hundred pounds that night because the food um, at Sir John's is really good too. So that and and the and and the sweets i'll be good to go <laughs> no I'll definitely bring yourself for sure well thank you yeah i love that do you make do you cook do you make it or because michael hey. was michael was baking uh, i'm not a baker i can cook i'm not i don't i'm not baking that's not my thing uh my mom did it all the time but i, I never learned how to do it it's very hard see it's not easy to cook make those things see bad you got it you should have learned how to do that oh uh, you know I can cook everything else. I know. I can make you a steak. I can make you fish. You know what? It's hard, though, because sometimes when you're just not into it, you're not into it. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, like baking is a real, you know, science. So you have to really follow directions and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's a little bit different than, you know, like cooking. Because cooking, you know, you put a little of this, you put a little of that, you know, um... But when it comes to baking, you have to be more precise or the whole thing comes out terrible. Well, yeah, like it's like if you cook it all the time, pastries or Greek pastries, you got to really follow it and be, have a lot of patience. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I've seen my mother do it. It's a lot of work. Yeah, see, you lose me after like five ingredients. <laughs> I'm like, uh, wait, how many more things? I mean, like I was making cookies like a month ago, my father was over and, you know, after like 17 bottles of wine, I wanted something sweet. So I said, let's, you know, I'm going to make cookies because I didn't have anything. I don't keep sweets in the house. So I'm making them and my father's like, how much more stuff are you putting in there? But I really wasn't. It was just, you know, you got to add a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. There's a little bit of that. So, you know, I, you know, but he's like, oh my God, how much you put in there? And I didn't put that much in. It was very simple. It was like flour egg but you got to put a little baking soda you know so there's you know a pinch of salt this and that so it looked like a lot i guess from where he was sitting but i don't like to do that much um uh see you on the fifth nick proud of you emily uh just said um no, thank you. yeah no doubt no see we have some awesome people um that follow the show so um you know and like i said they have all gotten 
um, you know, a lot of them have gotten your book. Um, I have to go to a special market to get the ingredients, Michael Stamos said. Yeah, I don't know where he's located, but in a story is the best place to get it, to get ingredients. It's not even so much the ingredients. Sometimes it's not many. The problem is, is just making the actual whatever you're making, whatever, gazaburko, baklava, katifi, which any one of those things, it's not even so much how many ingredients you need. It's just putting, it, just to put it all together, it's a process, and it, you have to have a lot of patience. It's, a, it's amazing how my mother, at her age now, late 70s, I was in Florida about a week, two weeks ago to go see my parents for, for Greek Easter, and uh, she cooked, she baked some, some dessert. Uh, how she had the patience at her age to still do this, it blew my mind. Yeah, let's see. Russell just said, my mom's 100% Greek. She does her Greek cooking on Christmas and during the Greek Orthodox Easter. She learned from the best when my Grammy was still here with us. Yeah, that's where you learned it from. Old grandma. You know what? And, and I have to say that that is the thing that saddens me the most is when traditions aren't passed down. You know, because you got to learn, you you know, if you're lucky enough to learn from the great grandparents or whatever, you got to pass that down so that, you know, because those flavors, right? Like you could just take a bite of something and it brings you back to like, you know, 50 years ago. So, you know, it's really, um, you know, it's a crazy thing. Um you know, I, I wish that I had all of the recipes and everything um, that my grandmother had and everything. But, you know, it's crazy because my grandmother had eight. Um, my father is one of eight. And like, but nobody wrote recipes down. It was like you put a little bit of this, you put a little bit of that. But, you know, so you try. You try to, um, you know, find that uh that taste because um you know you miss that i'm trying well, it's true what you said it's uh nowadays traditions and culture of that type are very rare to find right now it's unfortunate but it is true um us greeks as far as i know we pretty much still carry on that tradition and culture all my cousins they all cook, they all bake they all cook everybody we all know how to do it uh, pretty much, my sister, they all know how. But I think after them, after our generation, I don't know what's going to happen after that. Well, I hope that, you know, they teach their children and there's, you know, that, that they'll continue it. That's all we can hope for. Well, we hope so. I'm not sure about that. Uh, <laughs> so Skycap said, business idea for Nick. Um, do cameos, but you just pronounce those things... Uh, we want to order, and we just play it back on the phone. <laughs> so I guess he's saying, say, oh, name all those desserts that we want, and then you just play it for somebody when you go to pick it up. That's hysterical. Uh, Lala, the best is at Christmas when everybody brings the family specialty with a recipe to share. That is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that is true. Maybe I'll just bring copies of the recipes. Well, I want the actual real thing, but I will take a recipe. 
I'll take a recipe though too. So now, um, where are we in terms of, so what, any, what else are we, what's on the, the, the front, uh, you know, lines now with, um, with the movie? I mean, it's just kind of, you're just getting all the ducks in the row right now and it's just going to keep taking off. Well, the producer, her game plan, the way she's doing this to get investors interested there's two different ways she's doing this. Okay. The first, the first way is getting the actors, which we have pretty much got a lot of good actors involved. Because investors, the way it kind of works is yep. we show them, uh, they want to see who's attached to the film. Yep. That's the most important, very important thing. Yep. If the screenplay, they got to read that and see if it's any good. Yep. And then what's the other part that she's doing right now that's becoming very popular with a lot of filmmakers nowadays okay it's, it's social media believe it or not of course what she's using is we created a distinctive destiny's uh, uh movie page uh-huh destiny's the movie we have a facebook page called destiny's the movie and we're trying uh, her our goal is trying to get as many members i think you're one of them to yep. get as many members as, uh, on board to follow us in this journey from screenplay to screen. So all these people that become members of the page, they will also, we want them to also become a part of this whole thing, uh, whole project. So as the, as the numbers grow, we can go to the investors and say, hey, look, we got whatever, X amount of thousand people that are interested in seeing this project come to life. So that's another incentive. Sorry, that's another incentive for the, for the investors. Because they're saying, look at all these people that want to see this thing, um, you know, become real. Yeah. So that's another, another aspect that she's using to, you know, entice them. Well, I tell my listeners all the time that numbers are very important. So, you know, if I go to somebody and I say, you know, okay, well, you know, I'd like X, Y, and Z. They're going to say to me, okay, well, how many followers do you have here? Or how many followers do you have there? And it doesn't really matter whether these followers have no idea who the hell you are or not. As long as the number is there, that's all they care about. So that's why I say to people, like, you know, I love my listeners. They're here loyally, loyal, loyally, um, day in, day out. Um, they stay for the whole show, which you don't really see much. But, you know, people want to see that you have, you know, they all they're going to look at is your Instagram and you got, you know, uh, you know, 100,000 people. And yes, then they're going to go, okay, you could suck, but we're going to support you because look at all the people that are supporting you. Um, The only problem with that, Karen, is that, for example, um, I was in the music business for 10 years. I was a promoter. And I learned a lot how sneaky some people sure. get. Oh, yeah. When it, to, when it comes to numbers. Yeah, they pay for their, their numbers too. Absolutely. We could, we could do that. Yep. Could, we could do that. Yep. But I, we don't want to do that. We want to be as organic as possible because we don't want to be fake because these numbers that you can, in other words, like you just said, we can buy these whatever members. Yep. But these so-called members are not really going to be active on the page. Right. They're just going to be a number. Yep. So, um, like, like with your, like with your, with your show, all your listeners are organic. They're real. 
They're not something you buy. Right. So when I'm going to do that, no way. I, you know, you know what? I get that, but to be honest with you, the the scary part is is that a lot of people don't really care if they're organic or not. They want the it's a numbers game. So, you know, when when she's trying, I agree with you, and I live my life, and I follow. I do the same thing. There, everything I do is organic. Um, I don't buy listeners. I don't even make nice to people I don't like for them to follow me. I don't care. You don't like me? Okay, you know, don't follow me. But, you know, the other thing that I would say is that in your group, you're saying that because, you know, these people have been handpicked, so to speak, um, you know, that um, they're all going to participate. That's not true. I have, like... A lot of people on my group that, I mean, I have thousands of people. I don't have thousands of people engaging on my posts um, and everything else. So, you know, people are only as involved as they want to be. You're going to get those people that are going to get involved, that are going to support you, that are going to want to see you do well. But a lot of times, sadly, if you rely on the social media aspect of it, you can crash and burn too because it's it's a dog eat dog. Um, so there are a lot of people out there that um, aren't doing it the quote unquote right way, right? But they got the numbers. No, I, I agree. It does. It, it, it's a, it's a finicky thing. Like it depends how it's. I guess it's your person's personality or how they want to go about things like you and like you and I, yep. we kind of like want to go about things the right way, the organic way where yep. we know it's real. Right. Cause even if I, even if I know it's not, if I know it's not real just for myself, it would bother me. And I'd be like, these, these, so how do I know who are the real people that really are interested in what I'm doing? When you figure out how you know, when the real people are real, write a book on it because the rest of us need to figure that out too because when I tell you that I've thought that there were a lot of real people being real and then I got real surprised because they really weren't so again in this business especially now you're crossing over the you're crossing the line now because you're out of the author thing now you're in the film industry you're they people sell their souls to the devil for an iced cappuccino. So, unfortunately, I know what you're saying and I'm with you and trust me, um, even today I was like struggling because it pisses me off when you see all of these people getting ahead and they do it exactly the way you and I don't want to do it, but they get there. Um, and they will step on anybody in the process, right? So we always want to think that karma, um, you know, will shine. Um, and I think it does, but unfortunately it's very tricky because if you're going off of using social media and trying to build up those numbers, um, and like you said, we want to do it organically. I want people to know what my group is called, right? I mean, you know what? You you were guilty of it too. Everybody calls it the Karen Stacy show. I got to start doing a show called the Karen Stacy show because that's what everybody calls it and that's not the name of my shows. But that's what people say. But still, at least you know who the hell, what my name is, right? So that's, you know, better than 
nothing, right? It's better than Stacy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, it is. It's very tricky, and and you know, it's very hard for the good people to get ahead because you're you, when you do things with ethics, um, it takes a hell of a lot longer to climb up that mountain. I'll tell you that. Well, that's true. I mean, like the, like all the actors that are now involved with this project right now. Uh, you see them on the Destiny's uh, the movie page. Yep. Uh, all those people that I picked, that I approached, are all people that have um, have given back to me, that they've proven themselves to me. In other words, I did I did something for them. They did something for me. I mean, in the past, they've proven to be very uh, um, stand-up guys, stand-up girls, very loyal, um, that never stepped on my toes or anything. I never stepped on theirs. You know, and that's the reason why. I mean, there's a lot of actors I know, but there's some I won't bother approaching because I know they're only in it for themselves. Right. And I, I don't bother with those type of people. Yeah. You know, these guys, these guys, and these women that are part of the project right now, I love them. They're great people, and they're great actors, and they've always been. Um, they know how to return. In other words, they, they know how to reciprocate. Yep. They don't just say, okay, thanks you, and screw you, and yep. you know, I'm not going to bother. Yep. You know, when there's a lot of them out there like that. Yep. Unfortunately. Yeah, well, you know, this is a very um, cutthroat type of business. Um, and, you know, you, you just hope you keep the good people around you, and you hope that the good people stick around and follow. You know, that's all we can do. So, what is the name? Tell everybody the name of the group so that they can find it on Facebook. Oh, it's easy. Destiny's the movie. Real easy. And I think a lot of people joined it since when you were here um, last time because we did announce it. So, be sure to um, to join that group so you guys can help support um, Nick's uh, book becoming a screenplay. Very exciting. Um we're actually going to be shoot. We're going to be very soon, about another month, I think, towards the end of June, maybe beginning July. We're going to be putting out a little teaser. Awesome. Of the film. Cool. So you guys get a little bit of an idea, a little taste. Perfect. Well, yeah. you know what? It's it's always good. You want to get the uh, the momentum building. Um, you know, I mean, it's exciting. This has to be like an amazing, amazing, like, you know, journey for you. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I cannot, we're, we're basically, uh, going to be trying, attempting when the time comes to start the project as a theatrical release, trying to get it in theaters. Okay. That's, the, that's what we're going to be, you know, shooting for. Not straight to, I mean, we're not going to be dealing with Amazon or Netflix. We don't want to do that. We want to go to either like HBO, sh sh Showtime, things of that nature. Okay. Um, and and maybe theatrical release first, then go to those other uh, networks. That's what we're. That's our kind of like basic plan. Great. That's awesome. Well, it sounds very exciting. Michelle, good evening. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, let me see. I think we. Skycap is really, uh, Skycap, I love you. You got a lot to say tonight. Um, awesome work, Nick, and best of luck moving forward. Uh, there you Thank go. You. That's, Thanks much. Yes, we appreciate that. 
Well, I know, I don't know if, is, is there anything else that you wanted to mention about the movie or anything else? Well, we do have a, a casting page oh. for the film. If anybody is interested that wants to be part of the project, uh, you know, you, you can find, I think, Destiny's casting page. I believe it's what it's called. Um, people can post their, you know, reels or whatever if they want to be part of it. I mean, we had some actors already post their um, IMDb page and stuff like that on the Destiny's the Movie page. Okay. So let us know that they're available, that they want to be part of it. Um, but like I said, we're looking for more women than men now. Skycap just said, Ma, this is your chance. <laughs> Put it up for me, Sky. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, that's awesome. So, you know, I mean, it's nice because it's coming from the ground up. So, um, uh, Russell said, good luck to you, Nick. Um, and, and, uh, you know, so yeah, I mean, look, it's exciting. I guess, um, I, I'm glad I'm finally going to get to meet you, meet you. Um, I know you couldn't make it to my birthday bash because uh, it was Easter the next day for you guys. That's right. So um, now we made sure it wasn't Easter so that you could come. <laughs> um, and so for anybody that wants to um, get an autographed uh, copy of Nick's book, make sure that you are there um, on June 5th so that you can meet Nick and get an autographed copy. Right? Sound good? Yes. All right. And Everybody can come to the party. Yes. Karen, it, Karen throws the best parties. Well, I do, actually. But no, <laughs> we have fun. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know about you, <clears throat> but the older I get, the more, I, the better I know how to enjoy myself, but the harder I have having a good time because, you know, it's all about the element. Um, it's all about the people you're around. Um, you know, I just like, I don't like to just go to random places and be around random people and listen to like shitty music and eat bad food or, you know, I, I don't, you know, I mean, like, I don't know about you. I don't really go out often. And when I, when I do go out, I really expect to have a, I have high expectations. Oh, you should. I agree with you. And you, and you look uh, like you're like 25 anyway. Yeah, okay. Thank you, though. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean, and the last thing I want, I mean, no offense to the 25-year-olds, but, you know, <laughs> I don't want to hang out with 25-year-olds. I want to hang out with people, you know, my age. Of course, you know, when we... It's funny because now that you're older, right? So even my DJ was like, oh, I got to slow the music down a little bit. These people are going to have a heart attack. I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, but it's true. You can see... People sweating, you know, whatever's going on. I mean, my feet were killing me. It was funny because we're all like, you know, I mean, yeah, you don't realize it. You get older, you do need a freaking chair. Like there's no going out and standing for all that time. Although I do when I host events and stuff. But like you really want to sit down for a few minutes because it takes a lot out of you, you know. Um, but I wanted, I've been dying to do events because, yeah, I like to have fun. And I like to be around good people. I like good music. I like good food. And I like good booze. So, um, you, you know, I mean, I, so I've been excited and wanting to do events because um, I missed it, you know. Um, I missed having fun. I missed 
um, being around good people, um, you know, and people that are respectful of one another, right? We, even though a lot of the mandates have been lifted, even though, you know, things are much better, we still all need to be respectful of one another. And I think that as we grow older, every adult I've seen recently, it's like, can I hug you or can I say hello to you? It's a respect thing, you know? Maybe you don't feel comfortable with me hugging you and I'm okay with that, you know? Um, but that's it's all about like respect and knowing boundaries. And I think that as we get older, we learn that personal space is very important. Well, it's, it's, the hugging thing is interesting because Greeks and Italians will do that all the time. Yep. Well, we're very used to that. Yep. And it's, it's uh, tough to be unaffectionate, so to speak. Yep. And because that's part of our culture. It's yep. part of our, you know, we, when we go to Greece or Italy, they kiss each other on the cheek. Right. It's disrespectful if you don't. Yeah. It's just part of the way we are. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's hard not to do that. Yeah. You know, it's really weird, you know. But I guess, it, like you said, it all depends on the individuals and how uh, how they feel. But one thing I do, I do, I would definitely mention uh, that you're bringing up, Karen, is I think your events are all about positive energy. I try. I try. Um, it, well, and, that, and thank you for saying that. Yeah, I mean, I always, it's, well, all of the things we just mentioned are all just good. So what, you know, like only good can come from that, you know? Um, so, I mean, I'm not always a freaking ray of light, but I try, um, you know, and I try, I think the world is filled with enough gloom and doom. Um, I think that we all are trying to get out of our own heads these days. Um, and some of us out of our own way. So, you know, to be able to have an event where you can meet good people and there is a positive vibe there where everybody is just happy. Um, I don't see how you can do better than that. No. It's a win-win situation. I think so. I think yeah. so. Um, Definitely. and Michelle said, I look like a teenager. Michelle, you are my new BFF. <laughs> A teenager, yeah, okay. This must be like, do I have the Joan Collins lighting going on right now that I look like a teenager? I don't know how that happened, but it's all good. Um, but yeah, you definitely um, need to um, uh, bring us out the books and stuff so you can sign. Um, keep us updated. I guess as we get closer and once your little uh, teaser comes out, you will share it with us so we can... We can see it, you know, so you guys will all know the movie I'll be starring in. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let me tell you something. You damn right you never know. I am I the life I'm living right now, I would have never known I was gonna be living. So I believe that everything and anything is possible a thousand and ten percent. Trust me when I tell you. Trust me when I tell you. So um, I want to say thank you, Nick, uh, for reaching out so that we could do um, this fun show tonight. Um, tell everybody about your um, your book, Becoming a Screenplay, um, hopefully for us to see um, soonish. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, 
And uh, we look forward to seeing you on June 5th as well. And anybody that um, wants to meet Nick in person and get an autographed copy of his book, come on June 5th. And when Nick goes off, I will give you guys more information, but I don't want to drive him too crazy. Um, thank you. Um, so I'm glad that, you know, we made nice with the computer and you were able to, uh, make this work. Um, you know, I'm sorry for the frustration prior. Your computer just doesn't like us. I, your phone likes us. Your computer does not like us. I know. You know what? It's okay. You just go at what works. That's what, what counts, yeah, right? Exactly. So uh, a lot of people on the feed are saying congratulations to you and thank you for coming on the show, Nick. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So we will see you June 5th, sir. Yeah, I'll be there. All right. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for all my, my, my fat, make me fat Greek desserts. They're good for you though, right? They're healthy. It has honey. It has nuts. That's good for you. Very healthy. Oh, God. I'll be working out like an animal the next week, but it's all worth it. That stuff is good, so I will take that. <laughs> all right, Nick. I will see you soon, okay? I'll see you June 5th. Very good. Thank you. Bye, sweetheart. Ciao, ciao. All right, you guys. Are you with me? Are you still here? Okay. So, um, he's such a doll. Um, if you've made it this long... No. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I'm not sure where the hell everybody is tonight. Um, my Tuesday night shows were really uh, much busier than we are today, but that's okay. I see you, Maria, Maria, Maria. All right, so do not forget, you guys, because we need to get these tickets going. Um, we, okay, let me see. Here it is. Skycap did it for me. And tickets for June 5th, yes. Venmo at Karen Stacy and Cash App Real Talk Karen Stacy. Don't forget, uh, June 5th at Sir John's in North White Plains. It starts at 7 p.m. Um, it goes until 1 a.m. We have a full dinner. We have our DJ. We have raffles. We have giveaways. Um, and we have surprises. And as you know now, we have our author, um, Nick Christophers, who will be there with his books. Um, he will be signing them for you. Um, so you got to come. Um, uh, honestly, there's quite a number of lives on Tuesday nights for some reason. Well, you know what? I've been on Tuesday nights for three years, so my listeners should still be here with me. And the lives that are on is music. We can hear music all the time. You can't get a talk show all the time. So people are missing out. What could I tell you? But Lala, I know you're 100% right. So I love you guys. I hope you have a great night. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Talk with Karen Stacy. I will see you guys tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for Coffee Talk with Karen. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to join my groups. Don't forget to get your tickets, yada, yada, yada. Karen is like music in our ears. Oh, Maria, you're such a sweetheart. All right, I'm going to play you guys um, my video as I muzzy on out. So I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m.
Here we go. Do you know who I am? I'm Karen Stacy. I have my own talk show. And guess what? We're doing another event. So if you missed the last one, you better get to this one. June 5th. 